I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. And you're listening to Going Offsides, presented by the Lacrosse Collective on the Lacrosse All-Stars Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Going Offsides Lacrosse Podcast. Today we sit down with Garrett Wimberly, former head coach at St. Ambrose University and currently in charge of product development for True Sports Lacrosse Division. We discuss his coaching background, True Sports, what the PLL and MLL will look like this summer, and where to get True Lacrosse products. Yeah, so how'd you get your start in coaching? Yeah, so uh, my start in coaching kind of started um, high school, I formerly played at uh you know there was an opening and the team had really kind of never been great we I actually left uh, another high school to help start this uh high school that I graduated from so it was always a building process and they had that opening and I decided to go over there and test the waters and that year actually we made it to the state championship and uh kind of rode that high and then went over and decided to um kind of take over at the University of Memphis club team where I also played at and you know, had just such a blast there, moved us from NCLA to NCLL, um, started having winning seasons, uh, and that just kind of snowballed. And I always knew that, you know, I wanted to help grow the game back home in Memphis and um, really kind of start, started to notice if I wanted to do that, I kind of needed to leave Memphis for a little while and find my way back at a later date. And that's what I did. I uh, went and coached at VMI. Uh, for a season, learned a lot there under Coach Bersner, and then uh, that led to me uh, getting the head coaching job at St. Ambrose University for the men's and women's programs, and from there, that's where I found my way back to Memphis, uh, opening with, with True Sports, uh, working on the kind of product side of lacrosse, a, kind of a different realm, and back home here, and uh, really kind of growing the game from a um, more from an organizational standpoint, helping teams, you know, get the gear they need, you know, making sure players have the right equipment, not just here in Memphis, but it's kind of spread nationally and globally. It's, uh, it's been a fun ride. Awesome. Awesome. And so what was it like going from coaching, um, you know, Memphis or in VMI to then going to St. Ambrose? Yeah. Uh, it was kind of, um, it, I, I tried to instill a lot of the same mentality and work ethic and, uh, that kind of culture that we had at VMI. It, it's, it's a unique, uh, you know, place, uh, Virginia Military Institute. So I tried to bring that to Ambrose because it was, it was a struggling program. It only been around for three years. Uh, that group of seniors I had that first year were going to be the first seniors to graduate. So we wanted to give them something that they could look back and be proud of. And um, from, you know, an organizational standpoint, from, you know, how we ran practices and game day operations, we tried to keep it the same. Um, but obviously it was, uh, it was at the NAI level. So it was a different type of playing environment. Um, we had some, some great strides that first year. Uh, it, it was a big culture shock for me kind of coming over and, you know, stepping into that legit varsity head coaching role, but, uh, had a great support staff and, um, you know, the players really embraced what we were doing, and it's continuing now that I, I've actually stepped away. The team had their first ever year as a academic All-American team, so I'm super proud that they were able to make that accomplish uh, even after I left the program. Yeah, that's awesome. So working at True, 
That's got to be a complete 360 from or 180 from from working as a head coach. Yeah, you know, um, it, it has been. It, it's uh, it's it's a it's a it's a grind. I mean, so coming from Ambrose, obviously coaching both men's and women's, I was always on the move, always traveling. You know, obviously recruiting for two programs, having to bounce back and forth for practices. So, you know, having that kind of lifestyle before stepping into this uh, role was was good experience because it's allowed me to kind of you know have my hand in a lot of different operations you know we're a small group of uh people here at true you know it's it's kind of a rebranding is what we're calling it true 2.0 so uh you know three you know kind of bringing that coaching lifestyle over was, was has helped me you know have the success i've had at true but also you know it, it's also helped as well you know getting in touch with coaches, finding out what's popular out there with product, you know, what do guys like about those gloves? What do guys, you know, what, what, what's the big trend in heads and stringing and what's great with handles right now? You know, what are we seeing on the field? You know, that having those connections with coaches have been a huge plus for us to really kind of relaunch the brand and kind of take it to that next level with uh, what we're hoping to do here in the uh, back end of 2020 and uh, 2021. So being like one of the, I don't want to say newer, but maybe less developed lacrosse brands out there compared to, you know, Warrior, Brine, STX, have you felt any kind of friction or pushback when, when trying to enter the market? Um, not necessarily. I mean, so True really kind of launched uh, lacrosse back in 2012 and, um, you know, I even remember being in Memphis. I mean, obviously the headquarters is here. You would think there'd be a huge following here, but there, there really isn't. I, I remember guys coming and giving us free handles, prototypes, things like that, but I never really gravitated towards True as a brand uh, until I came here and, and actually interviewed and learned more about the company in itself. I mean, the company's been around for over 100 years making you know, golf shafts, uh, the, you know, the number one manufacturer of golf shafts in the world is true temper golf. So having that as the backbone of the company was huge. And yeah, when you go out, you say, Oh, we work for true I, nine times out of 10, we get mistaken for the club travel program. And that is not <laughs> us. we're not affiliated with them, yeah. uh, but we get that a lot. And that, that's kind of our big fight. But once we, you know, said, Oh, we're, we're a part of true temper, you know, the, the golf shaft manufacturer, mm -hmm. our hockey division is skyrocketing. We just launched baseball. So the big hurdle has been jumping through the hoops of trying to educate that we're not true lacrosse club. We are true temper sports or true sports. Um, and making sure people know that, you know, we, we've got everything from handles and heads and you, you name it, you know, protective gloves, we've got everything. Um, and people really don't know that, you know, we, we actually started as OEM where we were making all the handles for STX and Epic and uh, Warrior years and years ago. And, you know, the company decided, you know, let's just slap true on the side. Let's start making our own stuff. Why do we have to make everything for our competitors? And that's right. really kind of where it originally blossomed. And now it's just with this new group here, here in town, it's, it's going to be rebranding and relaunching as true 2.0 and getting new refresher products out there. It's so funny you say that because my my wife always asks me, are you talking about the club team or are you talking about that guy you know at the lacrosse company? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> for now on, if I say true sports, 
it's the lacrosse company. If I just say true, it's just the travel team because, you know, in the Midwest, we have, we have a big true presence for the, for the club team. So even my wife was like, which one are you talking about? I was like, no, no, no. The sports company, they make all the golf shafts in the world, pretty much like everyone on tour has them. So she's like, okay, thank you for clearing that up. So yeah, I, I can imagine that they've had a foothold for a while in the lacrosse space just by the name. So that could be a little bit of a, an issue for, for people that don't know. Now, that being said, you do have some incredible athletes that, that work with your brand. So who are some of the, the cooler athletes that you get to work with? Yeah. So I mean, kind of, kind of right off the bat, obviously, but the big name is, is John Grant Jr. He's uh, you know, our, our main athlete that we really focus on uh, and put a lot of, um, effort into and, and for, from my standpoint you know being able to go and you know shoot junior texts or get him on the phone and talk about product is is amazing i mean the guy's got just a wealth of knowledge i mean he, he's been playing i mean forever i mean was in the first year of the major league lacrosse and now he's going to play in the 20th season i mean that that is unreal for for a find a player who's done that uh you know we got dylan malt who played uh played for maryland uh he plays for the pll whip snakes We've got uh, Eli Gobrich, who plays for the Archers in the PLL. Mikey Schlosser plays with Junior on the uh, uh, the Outlaws. Uh, you know, working with these guys and, you know, on different things. Mikey really helps us on stream, coming up with all these great patterns for our strong heads. You know, uh, working with Junior. I've been working on ju- with Junior on a, on a box line of equipment right now, which is going to be, you know, great for us. You know, we're, we're getting into the NLL. We, we sponsored them last season with handles, and we're looking to kind of, uh, nudge ourselves in, into that market a little bit more with protective and different things like that. You know, working with Dylan on, you know, protective stuff with padding and gloves, different things like that. Uh, it, it's been great. You know, it, it's awesome to have that feedback from these guys, you know, going out and traveling and seeing them is, is great. And having those relationships has been a lot of fun, but it, it, it's from my standpoint, again, it's great from just the product side and getting their feedback. You know, there's one thing junior told me when, uh, you know, we were sitting in his in his living room, you know, going over the new line plan and what we were coming out with. You know, he had mentioned to me all of his years working with all the companies he's been with. He's never had a product guy come to him, sit down and let's work on a product together that, you know, he trusts. It's always been, hey, here's the head. We're going to, you know, call it the junior head or whatever. And, you know, he just never really, you know thought of himself as that kind of athlete he, he wants to be involved and be able to use a product that he you know helped develop and you know that that's what we're trying to do that's what all of our sports are trying to do with hockey and baseball and and golf you know that's what we've always kind of done over the years so having that feedback has been huge for from my standpoint hey man just um you know in terms of it's it's phenomenal having junior involved and everything like that do you see that this might be just a natural evolution to see more and more products um you know in the college game you know maybe get some deals with some of the some of the division one programs division two II, three naia i mean it seems like that's probably the next evolution for you guys as well yeah it's funny you say that that's that's kind of our our next thing we are uh kind of officially launching uh a bunch of tr- uh, uh, team products here in the next couple months. Uh, uh, so we're really looking forward to that. I mean, it, it, that, that is kind of our next step is really uh, approaching some division one programs, grabbing some division two NAI D three. We, we work well with the division three program here in town, Rhodes college, high level program. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. were top 15 and 
could have made a Final Four run this year if the season didn't get canceled. Now, let me tell you, they had some talent. So we, we use them as a, a great, you know, testing ground and, uh, you know, getting product in their hands, but also using them as a marketing platform as well as, you know, hopefully some of these other programs we look to launch here in the future uh, on the team sales side to really get product out there and, again, test it, you know, make sure it's, it's great product, but also you use them, again, as a marketing platform for, you know, getting our name out there and making sure we're taking that next step to, like you said, the evolution of the brand. That's kind of what we're, we're looking at. That's awesome. It sounds like you guys are making the right moves. It seems a little bit more thought out, methodical than than some of the other brands that just kind of rush into some things, try to make it stick. Uh, I also really appreciate, it sounds like you're going from an athlete's perspective first instead of engineering first, and then kind of working with what the end product should be from the user's perspective instead of just like, here's here's what the math says is good. Here's what's worked in the past you know, maybe that doesn't work out every time. Maybe, maybe that's why some heads completely flop because the athletes had no say in the development of them. So uh, I think you guys are definitely going about it the right way. Yeah, that I, I would say that is kind of, and again, that comes from golf, you know, years and years of developing golf shafts with all these athletes. I mean, uh, Tiger Woods, you know, Bubba Wall, all these guys, you know, they, they use our true shafts and the golf brand has been great in using them to develop the next best great thing. And we've just kind of segued that into the lacrosse brand. And I mean, we've got some things up the pipeline that I really can't get into, but I mean, there's going to be some things that are going to kind of be, you know, that future of, of the game where, you know, we're, we're looking at what is that next thing that could, you know, make or break lacrosse and, and take it to the, the next level. Um, you know, we're, we're always kind of, keeping our eye on that and, and what's the future look like and where are we going? And we want to be that brand that kind of sets the tone for uh, innovation in, in the lacrosse realm. So we're, we're really hoping to launch some product in that kind of territory here in the future. That's good stuff. Yeah. I'm just, I'm interested. So what, what do we have to do? I saw this on your website. What do Ryan and I have to do to make our podcast, you know, staff here, uh, product development testers. I, I saw there's a place to sign up online, but but how do we go about getting involved in that? Oh, so that that's just really for kind of like kids. Um, you know, we're, we we are big on testing products. If you want to sign up online, our marketing uh, guy will contact you, and we'll get you uh, you know our new great head or handle that's coming out. Uh, our last. Uh, true tester program was with the vector head that launched in may great mm -hmm. success so far uh everything has been just such positive feedback on this thing and again that that was the one category that we really needed to get a handle on um, mm -hmm. so we got it out to about 20 25 uh, maybe even about 30 or 40 of uh, kind of people on social media that had good great influence um great tester kind of feedback we don't just want to give it out to somebody and some kid respond with Hey, this is a good hat. I liked it. I like the scoop on it. Well, what did right. you like about that? What was it that was better than say this head over here? That's the kind of feedback we were looking for. Um, Lars Sidewall Jedi was giving us amazing feedback. I mean, that guy is just a guru when it comes to, you know, lacrosse gear. Um, so having that feedback was great, but, um, for, for y'all standpoint, if y'all wanted some gear, you just shoot me a text and we'll get you the latest, greatest thing. I've got a batch of some heads that just arrived from overseas yesterday. And man, let me tell you, this thing is going to take over. Um, this was the one that Junior and I worked on together. And 
I, it got to a point where I, I took the the first three D to Junior, and he just was ripping it apart. He's like, "Oh, we got to do this. We got to change this. This mm-hmm. has got to be here." And of course, you listen. I mean, he's John Grant Junior. He knows what he's talking yeah. about. And yeah. we we sent him a sample, and he is, he is just drooling at the mouth. He's like, "So can I use this next week in MLL?" We were like, "Well, not not yet. Pump your brakes." So, <laughs> so right, yeah. that's the last thing you need is the break <laughs> in the first game. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like a Nike shoe contract all over again. Yeah, so, I mean, we we will, like, seed it. Like, I, I do think this new head, I do think Dylan Moss will use it in the PLL. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. I mean, Junior's just, I mean, he's got a target on his back. He's just going to have so many guys coming at him hard and mm-hmm. wanting to break his, his, his spirits and break his handles, break his, anything they can to stop him. But you, you're not going to stop them, but they'll, they'll yeah. try as much as they can. Good luck with that. If it didn't work last year, it's yeah. not going to work this year. No, not at all. And, he, and let me tell you, they, I was at that uh, MLL championship last year, and those those outlaw boys are out for blood. They are <laughs> – it's unfinished wow. business for them. They were, they were very upset after that game. That locker room, you could hear a pin drop. So they are wow. – they're coming after us this year. Well, we looked at those rosters. I mean, it's it's going to be them and the Bayhawks. I mean, it, it's it, it, it's just looking at those rosters. It's like those two teams and everybody else. So um, and I think it all, those, it all sets the, up. Yeah. And those are the two teams we have all of our, all of our pro athletes on. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. IDA is on the, uh, the Bayhawks. Yep. Uh, McManus is on the Bayhawks. Those are two guys that are with us. Um, Ryan Tucker used to be with us, but he, he retired this year. He would have been on our roster with them. But that was such a fun game to go to last year, that championship, because I knew whoever won, I, I'm going to go get to celebrate in the locker room with somebody. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so it was, One way or it was another. And, uh, again, yeah, that, that's what we're hoping again this year. It's going to be Outlaws Bayhawks. Um, Weisserman could do some work up there with the Cannons. We'll see what he can do. He's yeah. on that squad this year. Um, you know, the Hammerheads got a great goalie, so we'll see what they can do with Sean and Cage. But it, it'll be it'll be a fun season. I'm actually extremely excited to see what they put on the, uh, what product we see on the field this year for from the MLL. Yeah, I mean they do have the interesting leg up of they're going to be playing first, so that'll be really nice to warm up with some MLL stuff before the PLL show goes on TV, because we all know that that yeah. will be a show for sure. Um, just from a production yeah. standpoint. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I actually spoke to Pat Harbison this morning to work on a Lax all-stars article. And, uh, he was chomping at the bit. Um, it was unique that he had to, you know, he almost didn't go because of work and his boss told him like, go do it. You should go do it. And I was like, that's such a unique, where else in pro sports do conversations like that ha- happen? So I'm pretty excited to see how it goes. Yeah. Well, and it's going to be unique too, man. I mean, at at the same time, like you, it, they really do have a chance of showing a model, like through all this COVID stuff. Like this can work. Like sports can work. You know, it, it's going to be it's going to be really awesome. And then, like with the PLL, they're filling that time slot that that was going to have. Like it was going to be the Olympics time slot. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Like lacrosse is going to have a lot of coverage, even though you know it's not you know ideal circumstances. Like they're going to be able to slide in, and and it's going to be a really good showcase for the sport. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're we're obviously going to be getting some other pro sports back, but it sounds like baseball may be up in the air. Hockey's now kind of pushed back till yep. August, so yep. the the only kind of ticket on it will be, you know, for a whole 
what, two and a half weeks straight is going to be lacrosse, whether it's MOL mm-hmm. or POL. So it's going to be exciting. Guys are going to start. I, I think kids are going to start to learn guys' names this year. Last year for POL was kind of the first year of getting its feet wet. And, you know, a lot of the guys in MOL, yeah, they're, they're unknown names, but this is the year for them to make a name for themselves. And I think a lot of eyeballs are going to be on it. So I think we're going to see a lot of kids start to, you know, buy some jerseys, have some names on their backs, and have guys they start looking up to again, which I think over the last couple of years we've been missing in lacrosse. We've been missing that kind mm-hmm. of, you know, side of the sport that, you know, NBA and NFL has. And I think we've mm-hmm. got a group of guys now that can really take the reins and, and lead us into that next kind of uh, generation of lacrosse. Well, when I asked Pat what he was going to miss most about, you know, this new format compared to last year, he mentioned he just will miss the fan engagement. Obviously, there's no fans. But what he really appreciated was that because of the setup, and I compared it to a festival or like a world championship where it's just constant lacrosse, back to back to back. He said that uh, what excites him about that is that from a media perspective, for like a week and a half, two weeks straight, people are just going to see so much concentrated lacrosse, you know, sometimes three games in a day, that you could accidentally watch lacrosse. Whereas, like, but in the past, you've had to go search out a game. Like, you need to know the exact channel and time that it's on. Now you flip on your TV on NBC or NBC Sports anytime during those two weeks, you're probably going to see a lacrosse game, a lacrosse highlight. So he, he was very excited about that. Yeah, it's – I mean, you've got PLL grabbing hold of NBC, which has got a great sports following and, and some loyal fans on their, uh, you know, the app. And then, obviously, the MLL is going to be on ESPN, which is still number one. So, uh, I mean, it, it's they both have perfect platforms for, for what's going to come yeah. in the next couple of weeks. So, I'm pumped. I know everybody at True's pumped. Um, let's 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 get rolling with it. Yeah, and I think the PL only has four games after I saw it behind a paywall, so I don't need to get NBC Sports Gold anytime mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I was a little worried that too much was going to be behind a paywall, but they they've they managed to get that uh, taken care of. So. I think that's the yeah, smartest yeah. thing they could probably do. I mean, the time slots are open, right? There's no new TV right now, so why no. wouldn't you fill that with some kind exactly. of sports? Well, yeah, listen, they'll they'll obviously have some NASCAR races, but besides that, I mean, yeah, there, there's nothing to fill that slot. I mean, well, and then you um, add the you add the sports betting into that as well. I mean, it's uh. It's crazy too. I mean, people are people. Those guys, they they need they want stuff to to bet on. It's crazy. Dude, as crazy. I would it watch sounds. curling right now if if it was on TV. Like, I yeah, need exactly. To that that's what we were actually talking about. Is there may be a lot of guys that end up uh, broke here in the next couple of weeks because they're just those guys that love sports betting and they may not know anything about lacrosse. So they're just going to throw some money around and and see see what happens. So it, it'll be a lot of fun to watch how well, how their mind set up and different things. And they're going to bet on these guys that, I mean, one thing that I will say the PLL has done, and it, it kind of goes to what you were saying before, they've done a tremendous job with branding. Like it, it, they're branding their individual players and they're doing a really good job of it. So I think at this point too, like you're going to get to what you were speaking about before. Like you're going to see these guys that are going to be the face of the league, that kids are going to know they're going to be wearing their jerseys and you're going to see them kind of on a, a, a bigger stage because they have the ability to reach more people because of kind of the COVID situation and and how things are shaking out. Yeah, absolutely. 
Garrett, you guys currently make shafts. You have a couple heads, right? Do you do women's equipment? I think I saw a little bit of women's on the website. Yeah, yeah. So women's lacrosse has really kind of been a focal point of mine. Um, you know, going over to Ambrose and starting to coach women's lacrosse, I coached you know some girls' high school stuff here and there. Um, that's where I kind of really started to learn that, well, this is a totally different sport. I mean, this is, yeah, this is the game of lacrosse, but this is, you know, they're just a, on a different level. It's, it's totally different. Um, so when I got to Ambrose, I really started to dive in, making sure that we were going to have the best women's program we could have. And, um, I, I really just fell in love with it. I mean, it's so fundamental. And I always kind of say, you know, if you give me a men's roster and you give me two, three studs, I'd go out and win some games. You can't do that in women's lacrosse. You really have to have a full team, uh, you know, from attack to midfielders, defense, to goalies, to backups. You know, you've got to have, you know, a full squad to be able to be successful in women's lacrosse. And coming over to True, I, I saw, you know, hey, we've got one head, the prowess. It's a great head. It, it, it does well. Uh, we've got really good shafts. I mean, our, our women's shafts are insane. When we put it in coaches' hands and players' hands, they, they go crazy over our handles. So I, I kind of told Tom, our, our GM, that, you know, hey, we really need to put a focus on women's lacrosse. Um, STX does a great job. And mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I, I, you know, Brian has been historically, done, you know, big in women's lacrosse. DeBeer was huge years ago. But there's, there's a lot of companies that just all their focus is on the men's side of the game. You know, they, they just really put all that marketing effort, all that research into the men's side, whereas I think that's what STX does great about women's lacrosse. They just have a lot of effort and support backing their women's brand, and that's why they're obviously the number one brand. So we kind of want to take that step and be that next women's brand. Uh, we have a new head we're working on right now. Uh, one of our professional athletes, Christina Esposito, she um, played at Northwestern. She's been great feedback. I mean, uh, Kristen Marshall, uh, she won two-time, four-time uh, winner. She's one of our athletes as well. So we get great feedback from both of them on, you know, handles, heads, other products that we're working on down the pipe. Uh, but to, you know, utilize those athletes, again, just like we do the men's athletes, to be able to have that next great best thing. And how do we market? How do we get it into the right player's hands? Starting at the college level, you know, feeding down to high school, in the youth, you know, we want to make sure that we are a brand on the women's side that is, you know, treating those, you know, female athletes just as well, if not better than, than we are on the men's side. You know, and again, that's just SDX has done just a great job of that. I got to give them a ton of credit for that. We want to, again, be that brand that kind of does that as well. You know, just really focuses on both sides of the sport, men's and women's, and not just focus on one or the other. So Garrett, if people want to get their hands on true, you obviously don't sell direct. So where, where would someone go to get some product? Yeah. So true is one of the only brands right now that is not going direct. And we do that because we have great relationships with our retailers. So if anyone wants, you know, true gear, uh, you know, check out your local, you know, uh, retail spot, you know, LU, uh, lacrosse monkey universal tamalax up in the, the midwest you know anywhere where you've got a mom pa shop you're going to find true gear and we're there because we want to support local lacrosse we want to support local retail shops to help grow the game uh, at the grassroots level so that's really been our focus with true so if you want a you know new true head handle those are the places you can go check it out that's it for another episode of going off sides presented by the lacrosse collective 
please follow us at Lax Collective on Twitter or go to our website, thelacrossecollective.com. Stay tuned for more episodes.